Chris Hipkins is with us. A very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Now, a couple of polls for you. The TB3 one last night on the Ram Raids. Uh, 62.2% of us don't think you're doing enough. Is that fair? I think it's clearly a sign that people are concerned about ram raids. I'm concerned about ram raids. Um, We've heard the feedback from the public, but also actually from the victims of the ram raid offending that we need to do more. Um, We've been focused on preventing the kids getting into the cycle of offending in the first place. Those programs have proven to be effective, but they're not working for every one of those kids. So we've recently announced some further changes that will mean more consequences for those kids who are repeat offenders, because I acknowledge we need to do more. Are you doing more? And uh, is it working, more importantly? Well, we haven't. The changes that we've made will require changes to the law um, around young young offenders and getting them before the youth court faster. Um, so we're talking about the you know children here. Um, so we need to make some changes to the law so that we can you know for those kids who are repeat offenders mm-hmm. who are just coming back into circulation, we can actually do more to get them out of circulation because mm-hmm. you know the, the victims of this offending shouldn't have to put up with it. Correct. When will that law be changed? Uh, well, we're hoping to have the law change introduced into the Parliament before the election, then obviously it will have to be progressed after the election. So it's entirely possible to say, given the current polls at the moment, you will never change the law as government because you won't be government after the election. Oh, well, Mike, you'll get, you get one vote the same as everybody else. No, well, I'm, what I'm saying is, given the so you're not going to change anything before the election. All you've announced is you might get around to doing something after the election. Well, no, we're intending to introduce a bill before the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, the law, the law, the law you just told us about that is going to materially change ram raids in this country will not be passed before the election. Well, we simply aren't going to have enough time to right. pass it before the election. That's correct. Other polls, 64%, this is an MYOB poll of business people, small and medium enterprises, SME, 64% want a change of government. Why do you think that would be? Oh, I mean, ultimately, that's a question probably better directed to them. I'm not going to purport to speak on their behalf. The government has been working pretty hard to create the sorts of economic conditions that allow for economic growth. Our economic growth, um, you know, on an average per year economic growth basis was actually better than the previous government. Um, and, but I acknowledge that under Labour government, the business sentiment has not always been as positive as it has been under national government. That's a long-standing thing. It doesn't actually reflect what the economy is doing. It reflects sentiment. Could it be that we're in a recession? Um, well, the fact that we've had a technical recession certainly isn't helping. There are a number of factors which businesses will be taking into account, and it's not just the government here, but they'll be taking into account the fact that you know we've had cyclones that have caused quite a significant disruption to our economy. We've had you know high inflation, which has also significantly disrupted our economy, and people mm. aren't happy about those things, and I fully understand that. No. The high inflation's your fault, though, of course, because you firehose the economy with money you never had. Well, I'm not going to claim responsibility for global inflation, Mike, which has been a feature of almost all of the economies that we compare ourselves to. Yes, but we're worse than most other countries. No other country's had a recession, as far as I can work out, Western economies that we compare ourselves to. Far less the forecast from banks suggesting we're going to have a double recession. Could the double recession be part of the reason that so many people in small business want a change of government? Well, Mike, I mean, let's just put a, a one key fact on the table, which you've missed there. Without the cyclone, we would not have been experiencing a recession. The stats on that are very clear. Mm. But, um, we, but, we did, but we did have a cyclone. Well, absolutely. And we'll probably have another cyclone that, too. Can, the government can't control that, but we can Correct. respond to it, and that's what we're doing. But you've responded with a recession. Well, no, we've responded by supporting the businesses and the communities that have been affected by the cyclone. Okay. Have you read the report that came out Friday? Why do you release so many reports on Friday, by the way? Uh, I don't think there's any deliberate strategy there, Mike. Really? So of the seven days, you just seem to... The Maori Authority report, did you read that over the weekend? 
Um, I've certainly seen a summary of it. You're disappointed? Um, it shows that there's still more work required. The Māori Health Authority is relatively new. Um, it's got a big job ahead of it. We want to improve outcomes for Māori New Zealanders. It's not acceptable that their health outcomes are worse than for other New Zealanders. That is a big job. Um, and they've, you know, they've, the report highlights that they've made some progress, but there's still a lot more work to do. Is it acceptable to hire people with race or because of race over skill, as the report suggests they do? Um, I, I've not seen any evidence to suggest that. Well, the report, um, so, well, the evidence is the report, because that's what it says. Well, I'm not sure that that's what the report says. It goes through, um, lists how the Māori Health Authority basically lifted people out of certain areas within the health system and put them into the Māori Health Authority. Let me quote you. Discretionary um, choices been... made by the board and or executive have detracted from delivery of its core functions, a key example related to staff transfers. The Te Akafai Order Prime Focus was on acquiring Māori personnel and teams instead of strategic targeting core capability requirements and staff with the necessary skills and experience. That's your evidence. Yeah, so, I mean, what they're highlighting there is that they lifted whole teams and whole units out of the Ministry of Health um, and out of the old DHB system and put them into Te Akapai Ora without necessarily looking at the right alignment and the right fit. Um, And I think that that is a legitimate criticism. You just denied it. So they hired people on race, not skill. Well, no, I think those are different conclusions that you've reached there. Okay. Um, the primary focus was on acquiring Maori personnel instead of the strategic targeting core capability requirements and staff with the necessary skills and experience. Yeah, so when you look at the overall report, what it found is that they lifted whole teams, but largely based on the fact that they were teams that had been working on Maori issues out of the previous Ministry of Health and the well, previous... What that DHC just says, it, it, I can repeat it as many order. times as you want, is they they hired Maori because they were Maori, not because they had the skills. Well, that's ultimately a question for them. I mean, oh, is it now? Okay, I, I, fair enough. I, slightly, I mean, I, I, I took the whole context of what that section of the report was referring to, which was the way the organisation was set up was less than ideal. You can choose one particular aspect of it to focus on if you want to. Okay, is it acceptable to give $50 Prezi cards to people who are Maori and not give $50 Prezi cards to people who are not Maori? Um, I think it, you've, got, you've got to look at the circumstances there. Overall, The circumstances are some are Maori and some aren't. Well, overall, I've been pretty clear that the health system should be treating people equally, but we should recognise that uh, for Māori, for a long period of time, that's not been the case. Right. And so is recognising it in an acceptable way a $50 Prezi card? The discretion as to who gets a Prezi card and who doesn't sits with the health system and the people on the front line. Of which you are in charge of it, and it appeared in the House last week, as answered by Willow Jean Prime, that if you are Maori and a woman who is pregnant and Maori, you get a $50 Prezi card. If you happen to be non-Maori and pregnant, you don't. As I've said, uh, I think the health system should treat everybody equally, but in terms of the judgments as to who goes home with a Prezi card and who doesn't, um, those are de- those are decisions that are made by the front line. Are they decisions you endorse? Um, I, as I've indicated, I've, you know, I've been pretty clear on this all the way through. I think we should make sure that the health system is treating people equally. Are there too many people getting shot in this country at the moment? Uh, one person getting shot is, uh, is too many people getting shot, Mike. Why are there so many people getting shot in this country at the moment? 
Well, we've certainly um, seen an increase in gang-related um, violence in recent years, and that's something that the government and the police have been very focused on. The fact that, so I think at last count, it's about 43,000 charges have been brought against gang members um, in the last couple of years is a sign that we are taking action to you know, bring the situation around gangs um, more into line. Um, it's not something that I'm satisfied with. I think one no. gun crime is a gun crime too many. There were shoot, three shootings just over the weekend. Would that indicate you're losing that particular battle? It means that we've still got work to do. The work we're doing to get illegal guns out of circulation is also critically important. Quick comment on tourism. We're only back at 60% of where we were. They blame the borders. This is the Export Council. They blame the borders and they blame our lockdowns and, of course, this dumb COVID rule. One, when's the dumb COVID rule being dropped? Two, when are we back to 100%? Well, I haven't seen any real evidence that um, COVID isolation periods are having an impact on tourism. Well, they say it is. That's the Export Council, the Tourism Export Council. Yes, I'm not sure they've got much of an evidence base for that. Okay. But what I would... The World Cup would, people running the World Cup said the same thing. Are they wrong as well? Well, what, what I would say, Mike, is that um, we, we know every country around the world that you know has a, tourism as a, as a significant part of its economy is finding that tourism is taking longer to rebound than everybody would like. Um Clearly, you know, one of the biggest markets for tourism for New Zealand is China. And there are less tourists coming out of China now than there were before the pandemic. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.